say die I'm coming to you and I love speaking what's up it's the rewind with your man Conrad I'm excited to see you today well I'm decided I'm excited about being able to talk to you today because it's been a while I hope all out there in media land radio podcast, whatever it be, if you're listening, you're doing well. Got some topics to talk about, and that's like I said, that's why this is called the Rewind, because we're going to talk about stuff that's already happened, and I'm going to give my take to it. Olympic trials. Hey, everything that went down in the Olympic trials, I thought was positive, except when it came to the, the drug situation with the marijuana, the young lady Richardson, I really felt for her. We do have guidelines to go by. And um, I really felt for her because I, I wanted to see her just do her thing out there in the Olympics. Uh, I know that Simone Biles has refocused and she's going to be out there looking to win multiple gold medals. Um, I looked at the track and field. I looked at the swimming. Now, the track and field, I, hey, if everybody stays healthy, should do well. Swimming, 
I don't like this new rule about the um, the caps that they put on for African Americans. I don't like this rule that African Americans or people of color can't express themselves. That's that's out of line right there because they're making money off of predominantly African American athletes. If these African American athletes don't participate in the Olympics, the Olympics ain't gonna make no money. Nobody ain't gonna sit up there and look at NBC for some bull crap. I'm serious. But again, money to be made on both sides. The, the media, the um, um, NBC, the foundations for the Olympics, and then even the Olympic athletes, they get um, endorsements, they get commercials. So like I said, everybody, it's about making money. But if you're going to be true to the game, you're going to say, forget all that. You can't tell me how I can express myself. If I'm not doing, if I'm not terrorizing the Capitol using flags to break windows, yes, the United States flag, okay, to break windows to get into the Capitol. If I'm not being a terrorist in my own country, climbing the walls of the Capitol, okay? You hear me? You feel me? Because if that would have been African Americans doing that, Blood would have been splattered on the walls, on the streets, and on the stairs of the Capitol if that had been African Americans or people of color. Okay, these good old boys and good old girls got to act a fool and brag about it. And don't you know the Republican Party as well as the Democratic Party? They only found 500 people, 585 people. Are you serious? Look at all these darn stupid movies, high five, tech five movies. And you telling me you've only found 585? You better do some more digging. People up here bragging about what they did. And they should be getting jail time. That was a full move. Don't you know these other countries feel, hey, if they could do it, we can do it. We can attack America. Because these good old boys and good old girls attacked the Capitol. Then you had police who let them come in. Good old boys and good old girls. Okay? You had police that let them come in. From the D.C. police to the Capitol um, security. You had some of them helping them. I ain't going to say all of them because you had a number of them risk their lives. Okay? One died. Okay, you had a number of them risk their lives, but you had some of them who should never be able to be in law enforcement ever again. And then you had some law enforcement guys, former law enforcement guys, as well as women, former um, veterans. I can't believe that. Former firemen doing all this bull junk, talking about the great America. Look how you look, foolish and stupid, but you don't care. But you get upset when people of color express themselves, when African-Americans express themselves. If we expressed it ourselves in that way at the Capitol, there would be bullets flying everywhere. Again, let me leave that alone. I just get upset because now the, um, the IOC said, 
you know, um, people of color, if they want to try to express themselves, they will not be, they will be taken away from the Olympics, sent home. Sad. Let's talk about baseball. Okay. Stephen A. Smith put his foot in his mouth, tried to apologize. Who gives a kitty about the All-Star game, the home run derby? Not me. I would like to see more African-Americans get an opportunity to move up from double-A and triple-A, okay, and play in the big dance, okay, play in the big show. So many are held back. So many are discouraged. You got some managers on the lower levels, double-A, triple-A, single-A, who discourage some of these young men by not knowing that they should be playing, but they don't let them play because they're trying to help that good old boy. They're trying to help that um, – that, that young man who may be from Venezuela, Colombia, okay, Mexico, Puerto Rico, helping him out because it's going to be cheaper for the organization to let him play. Not cool. Not cool at all. That's why their ratings and everything is low and down. College football, okay, players can get paid, okay, because of their images. Great, okay. Got no problem with that. I don't know how that's going to come through, but I definitely know the big boys are going to try to make sure that their young people, their young male and female student athletes get taken care of. So HBCUs, you got to do some homework. You got to go out there and have your marketing department work hard. You got to go out there and have your communications department work hard. The athletic director got to work his butt off instead of sitting down on his rear end or her rear end. I love what Jackson State University is doing. I love what Coach Prime is trying to do. Coach Sanders is letting young men know as well as their parents, I care about your children. I care about them. I care about them outside of this game. For if they play for me, we going we want to help them. Only thing they got to do is listen and perform. That's it. Stay out of trouble. Listen and perform. I love what Jackson State um, University is doing. I love what Coach Sanders is doing, and I'm happy that his women's basketball coach, who works with him, she works at Jackson State University. She's the head women's basketball coach. She's doing a fine job. I'm glad that she's like, oh, you know what? He ain't saying nothing wrong. The head men's basketball coach should kick, get that in his head, okay? Track and field, okay? Baseball, all these sports at Jackson State University. Let's, hey, let's come together. You guys can make a lot happen because you've got a guy that's there that is respected. Coach Deion Sanders, respected. And I like to see the black media start respecting him. It's Coach Prime. Coach Sanders, not Dion. You don't call Nick Saban Dion. You don't call, forgive me, you don't call Nick Saban Nick. You don't call Kirby Smart Kirby. If I don't want to play for Kirby. Kirby's a nerd, a punk, a sucker punk. Okay? You don't want to play for Nicky. Okay? Because Nicky lived in West Virginia. So you know Nicky and his family, they used the N-word a lot. You know, Kirby and his family did too. And I have some more, okay? I have some more coaches that family members, and as well as them, used that N word when they were younger. 
hey, you got to understand something. Young African-Americans and their parents. Most of these good old boys don't give a kitty about you. That's why when you see a lot of these parents adopting these African-American kids who, or bringing them in, letting them live with them, they see potential. They see potential where their pockets could be filled. I'm trying to tell you, black parents need to wake up and set a mark on, we got to protect our young people. We got to do whatever, whatever we can. I know it, it looks bad and tough because it's all against us. But see, that's where you got to look to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because you got to do what God is calling for. You got to live in holiness. If you live in holiness, God will truly provide for you. He will make a way where you can't see a way. He already knows what we're going through. He's just asking you to reach him, to look to him. Amen. The laws of the land, yes, we got to follow the laws of the land. But amen, what we need to definitely follow is the word of God. Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized, all of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Follow the word of God. People are struggling. People are going through. This pandemic is real. We have people who don't even give a kitty. So many have not even taken the shot. I have. I took my first one April 7th. And I took my second one April 28th of 2021. Follow the laws of the land. And, and, and be ye holy, for I am holy. Live for God. Do God's will. We're not perfect. The only thing that's perfect, only thing that's, is Jesus Christ. We fall. We make mistakes. We make bad decisions. But the Lord has given us a way where we can repent. The blood covers all sin. Repent. I say if our young people, our parents, and if they just could follow these laws and, and, and do God's will, things would be so much easier for all of us, okay? Now, we know our ministers need to step up and be real ministers, okay? Real. I, I, Coach, I'm going to tell you something. Hold on. I'm a little ticked off right now. The Conrad is up in arms. But I have my, my pastor's passed away. Pastor Howard A. Swanson, Peace Apostolic Church, Carson, California. I've been saved over 30, 35 years, 34 years, going on 35. That was my pastor. That is my pastor. I had opportunities when I was in Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee. I had a pastor out there. I had a pastor also in Oklahoma when I was there, okay, in Mississippi, in Miami. God always showed me a man of God where I could go to the house of worship. But when I was home in California, I had a pastor to go to, and that was Pastor Howard A. Swanson. I was baptized March 12th. 1988, on a Sunday night, 
And I was filled with the Holy Ghost with the heavens speaking in tongues as God giveth utterance. I live this and I love this. And there's been trials and tests. There have been things I've gone through. But truly, God gets the glory and all the honor. Because I and my flesh would have failed. But God kept me. He kept me. And he's keeping me right now. So I say this. Please, look to the Lord. He is able to keep you, as well as myself, from falling. Hey, as we get back on this trail of sports, I would like to talk about the NBA. The NBA right now, um, is a free-for-all. Phoenix is up 2-1. Um, they play tonight. I hope Phoenix can pull it out and win. That's all they needed was one victory in Milwaukee. And then they could end this thing at home in Phoenix. So I hope they can pull it out. I really, I would love to see them pull it out. Coach Monty Williams, um, wow. You know, Coach, you know, Coach Monty, I, I gotta say that he went through a lot with the passing of his wife. And this championship is not going to let that go away. No, he he loved his wife. Okay, but it was show that this man, he stayed the course. You know, James Jones, who's the general manager, nobody wanted to give him an opportunity. When he got the opportunity, he was given an opportunity to possibly fail because Phoenix was terrible. But he is making good of this opportunity. So I would like to see him go you know, go in and end this in victory. He came in this thing where people said he ain't gonna last. This um, this organization's terrible. But uh, I'm hoping that he could leave this season victorious. Um, a lot of injuries in the NBA. A lot of things happen. Um, I guess there'll be trades. Um, but what I want to say is. The NBA got to stop this, this jump. They're not being true to the game, okay? We always said that FIBA was the weak league, okay? And so we, we play too aggressive. Now we play weak. We play soft. You got to watch these referees. I'm telling you, there is legal betting. So organized crime is at its peak, and some of these um, referees, football, basketball, umpires, and baseball. Hey, these organized crime members can get to these people, and they've gotten to some. The NBA needs to wake up. The NFL, college football, Major League Baseball need to wake up, and maybe they know about it. I'm telling you, I'm trying to bring the noise. I'm trying to uh, fire, you know, fire the alarm. I'm, I'm waking everybody up. This is real stuff. This ain't no joke. I'm coming to you with, with truth. Hey, they need to toughen the league up. Let the guys use the bar arm and the hand check. It's, you got too many people flopping. You got too many people playing soft. It's disgusting. Now, 
we giving MVPs out to everybody. Okay? You're giving MVPs out to everybody. You gave the MVP out to the kid from um, Denver. I called him the Pillberry Doughboy. Popping stuff. That's all. You feel the stomach, he, he, he squeezes for you. Can't jump out of the gym. Always cries and complains. That's right. I'm being real about mine. Then you gave it to the kid from Greece. I don't even like the young man. I really don't. I don't think he's all that in a bag of chips. Number 34 shoots an old man jump shot. Really an old Caucasian man jump shot. Okay? It's not even a jump shot. He got he to bend his knees and then jump. Okay? He's not just catching the jump and shooting the jump shot. It don't happen. Okay? Throws up three or four air balls a game. But he's the back-to-back MVP? Really? Wow. I see so many great ball players better than him. So many. Bob McAdoo, Elvin Hayes, um, you know, Carl Malone, okay? Elgin Baylor. I've seen so many great ball players way better than this guy. But like I said, this is how the NBA plays it. Steve Nash never deserved two MVPs. He never deserved one. But David Stern, little man, little hands, little feet, little Johnson, Napoleon Bonaparte, made sure the international ball players were going to get a pass. Remember, if you go back to Sporting News, um, Sports Illustrated, you go to their archives, you can see that. Steve Nash and Dirk Lewinsky, who I call Britney Spears and drag, they wanted to go back to their countries because the NBA was about business. Those players were making things happen. You had to earn your keep. But David Stern stepped in, killed the, the, um, the ball, killed the hand checking, the physical play. Now, everybody used to say, Mr. Silvers, who's now the new commissioner, he's you know, he's a player's commissioner. That's a lot. That's why David Stern picked him. He incorporated stuff into um, Silver. With Silver now, he says, okay, these players trust me a little more. Now he's he's putting it in play. Silver full of junk. You guys go for the okie doke. You keep going. Okay? You just got finished seeing a guy from Utah who was named defensive player of the year, get smoked on in the playoffs defensively. Get smoked on, okay? You just got finished seeing a guy who was MVP of the league, okay? Get smoked on, okay? I'm just bringing it, I'm bringing it to you. If you can swallow the medicine, hey, try to swallow it. I ain't holding nothing back. You got a situation where I would love to see more African-American coaches get opportunity as head coaches. Not at bad teams. You also these guys go to bad teams. You got the Mosley guy going to what? <laughs> and this dude is going to the Orlando Magic. Really? You got most of the black head coaches at programs where, can I really win? Houston? Really? 
Come on. Cleveland, really? Can I really win? There it is. Need I say more? Need I say more? Situation. And I always situation number nine. It's going to blow your mind. Situation. The Olympics for basketball. Wrong coach. Popovich, first of all, Popovich is the wrong man because he does not know how to communicate with these young ball players. And that Olympic U.S. Basketball Committee picked a terrible lineup to come represent America. Okay, don't get me wrong. There were people who were hurt, unable. And also, there are ball players who don't want to play for Popovich. They know what he's about. Okay, yeah, he wants to use the African-American players. But see, he likes international players because they do the yes, yes stuff. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. See? That's why Kawhi Leonard said, I got to get away from this dude. Okay? And I'm telling you, a lot of these young African-American ball players need to wake up. Need to wake up. Okay? You got Jason Jason Tatum want to be Kobe Bryant. You better be Jason Tatum. Let's go on NFL football. Wow. What's going to happen? Everybody's worried about Rodgers. Man, forget Rodgers. That dude going to do what he going to do. It ain't nobody going to be mad at him. You hear me? Ain't no one going to be mad at him. It's just media talk. It's something to talk about right now in the NFL. What we need to do in the NFL is talk about how African-American coaches are going to be able to get a, a straight slate, okay? They get a great opportunity to be head coaches. But we all know the general managers, the owners, they don't want to see a brother up there. No, they don't. They want to go get Urban Meyer, who's a liar and a cheat. He was getting ready to hire a guy from Iowa who has racist tones with what he does. And he knew about it. Just like he knew about his assistant coach at, at Florida and Ohio State beating his wife. He knew. He knew. Urban Meyer is full of junk. He ain't worth a hill of beans. And we continually say, well, not me. I mean, the white media continually tries to put him up there as one of the best coaches ever. That's a lot. Now, I'm saying again, African-American coaches need the opportunity. Fight for it. They've already been fighting for it. They've been working their butts off. You Now you want to hire women to be football coaches and head coaches. Now you want to hire women to be head men's basketball coaches? Why? We got African-American men who've been working their butt off looking for this opportunity. So as I say again, I'm like, hey, we need to what, look at this opportunity and see if it's fair. And, and we all know it's not. Becky Hammond being what? A head basketball coach? She was Betty Dick Arnold. She couldn't make the U.S. Olympic team because Cynthia Cooper, because of, um, amen, um, um, you got Weatherspoon, you got Teresa Edwards, you got um, Ruthie Bolton, 
They were they were off the chain. She wasn't getting past them. She wasn't getting past Dawn Staley. So what she went to do, she went to go play for Russia for two years in their club league, and then she played for them in the Olympics. And like Lisa Leslie said, she got smoked. Okay? I always tell everybody Diana Taurasi ain't worth the dime. She can't guard nobody. Cheryl Swoop would eat her alive, defensively and offensively. Maya Moore would eat her alive. Hey, I'm just bringing the noise and bringing it to you true. We got too many African-Americans who would like to have opportunities, but they get shunned. Hey, let's stop that and let's wake up. But you got to wake up the white media. You got to wake up um, the administration um, in football, basketball, baseball. You got to wake them up. Shake them up. That's what I'm trying to do. It's the Conrad. I'm out.